Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Happy Friday to you. How you doing tonight, Kettle? Not too bad. How about yourself? What's going on, Papa? Doing good. How you doing? I can't complain. I can't complain. (laughs) Uh, Can't complain. Everything is everything. All right. Well, we're going to start over tonight. I mean, yeah, I got some juicy ones to talk about tonight. What's up? What's up? Top for tonight. I don't know. Papa, you going to leave us off? Well, what's the, what's the talk for tonight? I know it's in, in a, one of our one of our uh, in focuses, but uh, I'm really I'm really saddened about uh, Liz Cheney. You know what I mean? Mm. She's been she's been so loyal to the right cause. And I think we should all give our opinions on uh, what we think about that. Which go to show you that sometimes generations can skip a generation and uh, and develop good people, you know, because their father was a tyrant back in the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was a mess. I mean, what was so ironic is that when he was talking about Donald Trump, I'm like, boy, you got nerve to talk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, Kettle? Dick Cheney was yeah, off the chain. Exactly. Yeah, he was. Her, her father was off the chain. When he was the vice president under George Bush, he was off the chain. Okay? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> but, you know, you can't fault the daughter because she's a child. And, uh, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you got to just let the generations behave the way the generations are behaving. I just think that Liz Cheney has been a trooper. When it comes mm-hmm. to fighting for the right thing, and 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 then crossing parties to do it, but it just oh, goes to show yeah. that evil, evil just took over. Mm-hmm. But yeah. and so she said she might run for all that. But I was her. I wouldn't sit back and now let that woman to beat her in the primary, because that's just the primary. Because you know the main election is coming up in November. Mm-hmm. You know, because nothing's saying that she's going to be the senator. You know, I mean she's going to yeah. be the congresswoman. She got to go up against yeah. a Democrat uh, opponent, but mm-hmm. Wyoming is straight Republican, so. Well, all I'm this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry that things worked out the way that they did because she spoke up for what she, what she felt was right. Which was right. Not and what she felt. I'm was just right. saying she spoke up for what she believed in and what was right, and the, the Republicans crucified her for it. But on the flip side. I'm not shedding any tears for her either. Liz comes from a long line of folk with plenty of money. Those Cheneys have done their, their fair share of dirt in their time. 
And, you know, I'm like, she'll be all right. No, we can't. No, I don't agree with that. We okay, can't. We cannot, you don't have to. I'm just saying that's my We can't fault the children. Opinion. We cannot fault the children. I'm, I'm sorry. just saying, where was she when she was in her first and second term? You never even heard her name. She wasn't saying a whole lot about much of anything. She only been congresswoman for two years. I thought this was her third term. No, she's been there two years. She did two her two. Oh, okay. Congress people just get two years. That they a lot of them get reelected so quick that you don't know two years went by so fast. But she's just been in congressman for two years. Oh, okay. So I thought she had been in there for at least one term before, uh, possibly two. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, like, well, where was her voice before? But either way, I'm still not shedding tears for her. That's sad. Sorry it worked out the way it did. Damn. I appreciate what she did. But she, she'll have a soft landing. That's all I'm saying. Damn. She'll have a soft landing. Wow. Damn. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Hey, this hey, woman has stood up for. Come on, there. I mean, how you gonna how you gonna not like forty five and then put down a person that fought against forty five? I'm not putting her down. Well, what are you doing? I didn't say I put her down. What I said doing? that I appreciate what she did. She she did. She stood up for what she thought was right, and I agree with her position. However, she still is gonna have a soft landing to fall on. Therefore, I'm not shedding tears for her. You know, that's all that, I'm saying. I can understand. Kelly, you want to say something? I don't want. I don't want to hog the mic. No, uh, go ahead. Finish, wanna, finish your thought, Bob. Go ahead. Let me let me say this here. I just think that families, first of all, that have money. I think that the money and the family does not really define the children. It really doesn't, especially if it's a lot of children. If you got six, seven brothers and your family's rich, you might be the black sheep. I'm not saying you know? it defines. I'm saying she has access. Yeah, but but yeah, it's not going away like a broke church. But mom. she sat up there. Right. She sat there running that January 6th situation yes, she did. in a very police matter against a, a complete asshole, trying to take him down. And all his only defense was to get his little allies to to bite her ass. But you're not really biting her ass because Trump is still a jerk off. The question was, what is our opinion? I just gave my. I'm wow. not defending it any further. Okay. Cattle, you have an opinion? Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know if I want to bark up this tree. <laughs> um, all I can say is, I, I, you know, I don't know too much about the woman, but, you know, she does come from a long line of, you know, uh, politicians or, or, you know, things that they've gone through in their lives. Or whatever, family has money, okay, but like you said, it doesn't define her. It doesn't define the children, no, it don't. And, you know, I think what she's doing is a noble thing. So, I mean, things happen for a reason. Maybe it wasn't meant for her to win um, at this particular time. Maybe she'll win later on. You know, things may change. You know, I'm quite sure it was, but, you know, that's. It was rigged big time. But, you know, yeah. Are we going to always fall back on the rigged thing when things don't go the way no, we want No, no, but it's just the fact that it's a red state. <laughs> I'm red saying state. at some point we well, all have what? to let just say, say this here, all right, right, that's the way let me, the election went. Let me, let me say one more thing. On. Let me say one more thing. We don't need to keep falling let me on say the one more, Let me say rigged. one more thing. I feel like this in life, and I mean this sincerely. I'm going to use a metaphor. I'm going to use a similarity on this just so you can get a better understanding. I think that in life there's no such thing as a magic carpet, okay? 
So when you win something so fast, like that woman in Wyoming won, that Trump supported, and everybody got behind her. Now, you're totally relying on Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump dropped dead tomorrow, God forbid, ain't wishing no bad luck on nobody and definitely no death on anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, if that if that white savior or what he represents, if something happens to him and he doesn't have the voice or the power anymore or doesn't have the life anymore, what happens? Who's the next in line? Nobody. Nobody's going to stand in Trump's shoes, believe me. No way. They're like, oh, fuck no. I'm mean, I'm vicious, but I ain't that fucking vicious. You gonna take this place? Oh, no. I ain't that. Oh, fuck no. I ain't that. Mean, no, no. You hey, know? I don't want that smoke. They don't want, hell no. So what's gonna happen with the lady who won that primary? You know, when she's she gonna got be a, out there floundering like a when, fish when out she's, the When tank. she's gonna have to, gonna she's gonna have to drive the car under her, her own foot on the gas and brake mm-hmm. instead of Trump pulling it with a tow truck. Anyway. I'm just, I just want to get that out. All right. But God bless Liz Cheney. She, she, All right. God bless her. She did her thing. I ain't mad at yeah, it. God bless fucking her. Check. All right. All right. Ooh. What are you going to do? Well, we're not going to take any calls tonight. So we're just going to go on through and get our talk in and say what we came to say and give you what we got. So let's get into it. Let's go in focus. Uh Oh, I'm sorry. Let's get the rundown. Kettle, on you. <laughs> Am I getting fired for that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not tonight. Not tonight. Okay. But you go right ahead okay. with the rundown. Okay. Uh, in focus topic tonight or Rochester, New York, fire captain retires amid racist allegations. Also, Liz Cheney preps for long-term fight against Trump. And Governor DeSantis proposed cops a first responders field teacher vacancy. Wow. Cocktail oh, boy. What? Gonna be a pretty good one. Getting bumped uh, what's popping with what's popping with Papa Didi? Um, a weird news, of course we have to lighten it up. Some things can get heavy. Uh, adorable pump wears a Hannibal Lecter mask outdoors. Also, woman moves into home with zombie dog, wife, kids, and boyfriend. And monkey in U.S. Zoo dials 911. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa D, my Hollywood wrap-up. I got quite a bit tonight. Uh, the kiss and listen, the last word. So sit back, relax, and we're about to get into In Focus. All right. All right. And some first on the roster here. Um, uh, this is crazy. Uh, Rochester fire captain retires because of allegations he was forced um, forced firefighters to attend racist parties. Um, the Rochester fire department captain accused of taking on-duty firefighters to a racist party has retired. Oh, really? Um, his name is, I guess we're going to put him on the kiss the list, Captain uh, Jeffrey uh, Kyrie uh, was re- was required to leave the department following an investigation by the city. Um, as of Monday, he has chosen to retire before termination proceedings began. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Um, firefighter Jared Jones filed a notice of claim against the city and department last week. He said he was working a regular shift 
on July 7th when his captain brought him and two other firefighters to a party at a private mansion on the East Avenue. Um, Jones said he was greeted by cutouts of Donald Trump, Juneteenth flags, and buckets of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really? Oh, God. Wow. Damn. The court says papers say pictures of local Democratic politicians were placed on stakes across the backyard, and a woman wearing a, a red wig was performing for attendees, impersonating Democratic County Legislative Rachel Bamhart, while the crowd should sexually explicit comments. He said the party was hosted by Dennis, Nicholas, um, Nikosia, and some other person, some other person named Mary. Wow. It's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. What do you guys think about that? I mean, <laughs> come on, y'all. Really? Yeah, this world's low down. Was he that jealous of that man or something? I'm, I'm, I, I don't yeah, get it. Probably so. Yeah, you got it right there. That's what it is, you know. Why well, insist that these brothers or this brother come to this party when you knew that that was going to be what y'all were doing? Well, you just wanted to rub his nose in it or something? They jealous. They want it. They think they're supposed to have everything. You got to understand, we've been denied stuff for hundreds of years, and that's all that, that a lot of white folks were just taught by their grandfathers and, and fathers is to... Always be on the lookout for black folks. They don't deserve shit. They're they're lazy. They're this. They're that. And it, some children just picked up that knowledge from their grandparents and parents, and they just run with it. They run with it. I mean, literally run with it. And uh, they just they're just on a a loop. So there's a lawsuit involved, I believe. Right. Mm. Um. Wow. Let's see. Jones was joined by some retired firefighters of color at City Hall who said, while they are proud to have worked there, the department has a history of issues. Well, as I said, the city and department are committed to um, (coughs) recertifying them. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, looking for the law. So they have a history of issues. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, come on, man. And this man has been on the force for 14 years. The guy that, you know, um, one of the um, guys that went to the um, the party. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, the investigation well, what's must his name? Also looking to, um, what is his name? Uh, Jones. No, that's not his name. Jeffrey um, Kyrie, K-R-Y-W-Y. Never heard of a last name. His has has never to be a captain on top of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. What were you saying now? Oh, I I was looking at um, the investigation, but also looking to the presence of the um, RPD officers at the Juneteenth event and the claims of subsequent pressure from elected officials. Intended to silence Mr. Jones. Wow. And didn't, wow. Mm. What is wrong with people? Man, they're getting ready to dig a tunnel up in that place. That's crazy. 
They gonna Good. Get, yeah, you know, know what? Big them all out. Yeah, that's all right. But that's sad. They're still still in office. You know, these types of people are still there. You know, um, they have the authority to carry a gun, and that's sad. That's scary too. Well, these are okay. So these are firefighters. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought I, it was I, I apologize. Yeah, firefighters. Yeah, those are firefighters. <laughs> But yeah. I was going to say that I, I'm sure being a firefighter is hard enough, but then mm-hmm. you got to deal with racism in your own department. They probably deal with racism when they're trying to help and save people's lives. Then you got to deal with that kind of stupidity. Mm-hmm. Your, your boss, your captain is insisting that you come to this event at somebody's mansion, and then you get there and they got this kind of ignorance going on. Man, please. Now I see why. It's in Rochester, New York, of the state of New York. They don't want us up there. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Drop the mic. Uh, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. All right. You, you wouldn't All think right. this stuff is still going on, but it is. It's sad. It's sad. Ignorance goes on every second of the day. All right. Over to you, Papa Didi. What's well, your in focus? Back to old girl Janie, you know, you know, Red Wine hating on her, but that's okay. Um, the day after losing the uh, Republican primary for Wyoming's House seat, Representative Liz Cheney is positioning herself for a long-term fight with former President Donald Trump. He said, she said, motherfucker, you took my job, okay? I got to file for unemployment now, you know? I just bought a new car, messed with my income. Okay, the question that Kerry must confront is whether there is an appetite within the Republican Party for a candidate singletary focused on serving as an antagonist for his most popular and demanding figure. That's the question. Mm-hmm. Are they going to support that? But... I personally think that Trump has instilled so much fear in these people. And, you know, the the theory of white men, I'm not going to say white people, I'll say white men. The theory of white men, as I remember from at least 40 years ago, is they had a slogan amongst white men is that the one with the biggest toys wins mm-hmm. or the best toys win. You ever heard something like that before? Yeah, or most The toys. one with the most toys or the best toys win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one on the block that has the, the boat and the big house and the money and all that, everybody's just kissing his ass, you know? And he's sleeping with half of their wives and everything. It's crazy. You know, they're always looking for the great white hope, like I said before. And and Trump fills in all the boxes of the weakness that the white people fall to. And what we have to understand and look at is the weakness of them falling for Trump like that. But nobody sees it. They look at it some kind of togetherness. Nah, this is basically going on cult levels, you know? Oh, absolutely. It really is on a cult level. And, you know, everybody is just acting so strange and and weird now. And who knows where it's going to lead, you know? So Cheney advised, advised told CNN she intends to wait till next year to make any decisions, you know, when she's no longer in Congress or serving as vice chair for the House Select Committee and all that jazz. She want to get all that behind her. You know, finish doing her job because she'd be in there till the 
you know, the end of the year, and they, they swear in around the same time that <clears throat> the president does in January, but they don't do it so official. Right. They do it on the House floor after the election in November. But like I said, this election, although you know, nobody's talking about it because Wyoming's a red state, and chances are that person's going to win. Mm-hmm. And that's how people win when it's a, a dominant red state. An example is Kentucky. Who mm-hmm. wins all the time? The senator, your boy. What's oh, the name? The Rand one? Paul. Rand Paul's one of them. Who's the other one? Oh, uh, old as dirt. Lindsey Graham. No, Lindsey Graham Where is, is South from? Carolina. South Carolina. Who's what? the other guy? Oh, uh, prune, prune face. Prune uh, face, old as dirt. Gosh, what's, what's his, his name? name? Come on. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. I can picture his face, but I can't think of his name. He's a, the, the he's the minority leader in the Senate. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. There okay. you go. Mm-hmm. So Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul, they win every two years like it's nothing. See, some people win. No, I'm sorry. Senators go for six years. Okay. Anyway, some people win so much that you don't even know they the election went on. Because mm-hmm. they win. Win, 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 win. Like your boy also, uh, what's the other boy's name? That went to when he had a, a storm in his town. He went to go over and. Oh yeah. Yeah, he went over to go to. Uh, Florida. <laughs> yeah. He's from Florida. Uh, gosh, what is his name? Cruz. He's Ed not Cruz. Florida. He's Texas. That's Texas. Cruz is Texas. Okay. Anyway, but I was just using an example to say how fast people win when it's a red state. That's why you're hearing his name all the time. So anyway, so Marjorie, I mean, not Marjorie, damn, I got Marjorie Green on my mind. Damn, where did that come oh, from? Oh, Lord. Anyway, Liz Cheney, on kiss it, Liz. Liz Cheney said that she's uh, she's waiting to see what's up. She want to finish her obligation at the end of the year as a congressperson, finish her obligation with the uh, the subcommittee for the uh, January 6th thing, and then she's going to focus on how she's going to go after old boy. And she may not go after him. She may go home, like you say, now this is where red wine comes in, yeah. Cheney's got money mm-hmm. because Cheney was running a a defense uh, contract that was supplying material for the war that was going on. Right. Remember we had the Iraq war going on? Right. Dick and Cheney, that's all I was saying is Dick that Cheney it's going to hurt her feelings but not her pockets. That's all I was saying. Yeah, well, yeah, the family does I'm have money. I'm not saying, you know, I got no hate to water. I appreciate what she did and how. Yeah, but don't mix money with attitude because you can have money that's in your family. That's why I kept trying to clarify that. I'm not saying that she's just like her father or none of that. She's her own no, person. No, she really is her I'm own person. I'm just saying that she has the access to the family money if she ever needs it. <clears throat> But it's the, not like some people who lose the the election and now they're just flat broke. Yeah. You know, broke is a joke, nowhere to go. Well, the biggest ironic thing for all right. me, That's all all, the biggest saying. ironic thing for me out of all this is that uh, they were trying to uh, they were trying to um, when, like we said, with her father Dick Cheney when he was talking about Trump. That was that's what didn't do it for me. I think that Dick Cheney should have been a little less. He should have been talking about his daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he came in on Trump like that, you know, anybody that had been around for a few years will be like, "Damn, Dick, you was a bigger asshole than he was." Exactly. One time. The pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, that was truly the pot calling the kettle black. Because Dick Cheney was really messed up at one time. He was running the country. George Bush yeah, was just was. out front. 
But Dick Cheney was running this damn country. George Bush was the face. He was the face, but Dick Cheney was running the country. And he was a mess. He was dogging out everybody and the Democrats. He was dogging it. He was a mess. Dick Cheney was a complete mess. Speaking of of jerk-offs, can I talk about Florida Governor? uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm done with that. Oh, okay. Let me tell you what this man is doing. You know, he's always on my hit list because I think he's just dense. But anyway, the governor of Florida, that's Rick, I think it's Rick DeSantis, anyway, is his last name. Now he's proposing to have police and first responders uh, to be teachers in the classroom to try to make up for the shortage of teachers in Florida. He thinks that that's a great idea to bring in first responders, people on the front lines of responding to stuff, to have them come in and teach the children. And I'm thinking, like, there's so many reasons why that could go horribly wrong. These are the same cops that don't have any sensitivity, not all of them, but a lot of them, have no sensitivity toward people who don't look like them. And you want to put them in a classroom full of children? I'm like, this is a horrible idea. So according to the Miami Herald, that's the local paper there in Miami, Governor DeSantis, Ron, that's his first name, Ron DeSantis, is now turning to state legislators trying to make it easier for law enforcement people and first responders to get temporary teaching certificates, which they apparently did for the veterans, uh, in an effort to fill 9,000 vacant positions around the state of Florida. So, okay, you got 9,000 vacant positions in teachers. We get that. But is this really the solution? So he's saying that first responders and law enforcement people would be required to meet the same standards as the veterans. I'm like, okay, you're measuring them to the veterans that you gave temporary status or something to, but they're still not qualified teachers. Yeah. So he's saying that they still have to have a bachelor's degree or have completed at least 60 hours of college credits, which is the equivalent of an associate's degree. So now you're dropping down to, say, at least two years of college, which is the associate's degree, and they got to have a minimum grade point average of 2.5. I'm like, wow, could you reach a little higher? 2.5? I think they just wanted to bring that legal gun in the room. I think and then he's saying that they got to pass some kind of um, – subject area exam, and a background check. And he keeps saying, just like we do for the veterans, they -hmm. want to extend this and then they waive the exam fees for the state certification program. So basically they're just pissing on every teacher in the state of Florida who had to jump through hoops and do all kind of stuff to get the teaching certification, to put in the time. Some of these teachers have master's degrees, in education and early learning and all of that. And they just piss on that and say, we got to fill these jobs. Let's put the cops and the firemen and people that are first-level responders. They can do it. I'm like, how disrespectful is that, first of all, to the teachers? Teachers go to school and are trained to be teachers. And you think that a policeman or a fireman or a paramedic can just walk in a classroom and say, I can do this job? Well, heck, that's like somebody saying, I can be a doctor if I want to. What What I need, two years of doing something and associate's degree? Let me go and do your job. That is so rude. 
And I think it could go horribly wrong. And he's talking about, well, I think people who've served our community have a lot to offer, and these are people who've had 20 years in law enforcement. I'm like, right, these are the people who've been busting people upside their head. They curse at people when they try to arrest them. They treat people with no respect. What do you think they're going to do to these kids? These kids are going to need therapy by the time they finish dealing with these jokers. Imagine having one of these people when a child says, I still don't understand. And one of these people that don't have sensitivity training, they're like, what's wrong with you? I just said it three times. Are you stupid? Are you a moron? Are you retarded? You know, that's the kind of attitude that a lot of these people have. Yeah, they don't have no bedside manner. None at all. So... And they're talking about those who sign up, we're going to give them a $4,000 incentive and an additional 1000 for those who teach certain subjects and all where there's severe teaching shortages. So basically they're just desperate. And they're also saying one thing you're missing for the police officers, bring your gun when you come to work. Yeah, they didn't mention anything about that. Oh, but they, that, that's but the, the plan. But the teachers' unions are saying that this is not going to work, and we don't appreciate it. You know, we had to do all the stuff we had to do just for the right and the privilege to be a teacher in the state of Florida, and now this is what you do because there's shortages? The shortages really have to do with a whole lot of other stuff like low pay, uh, low protection. These teachers are being subjected to so much craziness. Now they're having to do those, uh, what do they call it, attack drills, uh, active shooter drills, teachers having to learn possibly how to handle a weapon. You know, it's it's so much being put on these teachers, and they still aren't making the money that they should be. Teachers are spending their little bit of money to get the supplies that they need just to be able to teach their class. But what the real issue is is that DeSantis is saying he wants to move away from the so-called ideology of teachers traditional because this has to do with teachers teaching things like uh there's it's nothing wrong with having two mommies or two daddies or you know if you're in a in a home where you are single mom single dad all of this is just another variation of a family the book burning and well not burning but the book banning all of this is stuff that the teachers have been dealing with and DeSantis has been trying to find a way to squash all of that, and these folks would be the ones to do it. If you say don't get black-authored books in the classroom, there won't be any, because this is law enforcement and people like that. They will do exactly what DeSantis wants them to do. This is pathetic. I feel bad for anybody's children that are being educated in the state of Florida if this proposal goes through. That's all I got on that. Okay. What y'all think about it? Uh, it's a lot. He's Don't a nut. That's what that's like. <laughs> He's a nut. Uh, yeah. And this is going to be a hot steaming pile of poop if they, and if the legislators. What was that? How long has he been governor? Oh, I don't know. He's been governor mm-hmm. of Florida for a while. Yeah, he's been here for a while. Well, not not oh, too okay. long because the other guy, the other guy was governor, the one who's a senator now. He didn't even be he mm-hmm. didn't become a congress. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Green. I don't know. Not Green. Uh, 
I can't keep I up with him. I can't either. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Real slim guy with a little small head. He was the governor, and he just he just got uh, he he just he just moved on. Catapulted to senator. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Didn't even go through the Congress so, thing. So he was in with Trump. Really, are people going for this? You know what he's talking about? I mean, they following him, or you know, people well, in the this is what. This is what he's proposing, and being mm-hmm. that he's the governor, you know, his proposals probably carry a, a certain amount of weight. So mm-hmm. if the legislators in Florida vote this through, then they just might go ahead and do it. Wow. Mm-hmm. They're really trying to crack stuff down for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I understand if you're hard up for teachers. You know, everybody is. I think just about every state across the country is dealing with a shortage of teachers. But I just feel like, you know, you got to find qualified teachers, not just warm bodies that are willing to go in the room. Wait, he probably feel like he can kill two birds with one stone. Okay, you can still carry a gun, but you can still teach a class. So I'm getting yeah, that's what of- Papa Didi was saying. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because I'm sure these veterans and these ex-cops and all of that, they're gonna be packing. Yeah. I know they be like they probably be in there like I wish an active shooter would come up in here. Right. Who knows? He he might try to pass a, uh, a particular legislator for for that to happen. You know that is okay. So. I I would not be shocked. It's gonna be I a domino. They're driving people to drink. I feel bad for Florida. Wow. Mm. All right. Speaking of drink, can we get a cocktail of the week <laughs> on the tail end of that one? Because that's, that's a lot. Yeah. That's just a lot to digest. That stuff is crazy. Yeah. Exactly. I think we need one. <laughs> okay. All right. The All right. cocktail of the week. Is brought to us by Kettle and DC Homegrown Entertainment. What you got for us tonight, Kevin? Well, I'm going into the Ciroc family. Uh, Ciroc. Oh. It's called the Ciroc Colada. Uh, the pina colada using Ciroc pineapple, lime juice, and simple syrup. Okay. All right. Uh, Ciroc Colada. Uh, ingredients are 1.5 ounces of Ciroc pineapple, which sounds very tasty to me. I like Ciroc. One ounce of mm. coconut water. 0.5 ounces of fresh lime juice. 0.5 ounces of simple syrup. And one splash of club soda. So we're going to combine all those ingredients except the club soda. Uh, we're going to shake that well and strain into a highball glass filled with ice. And we're going to top it off with a splash of the uh, soda water and garnish with a lime wedge. And that's called the Ciroc Colada. Wow. Ciroc Colada. Sounds good. Sounds refreshing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, the folks in Florida better learn how to make that. They're going to need it. Uh-huh. They they might put a little more Ciroc uh, uh, in theirs, maybe two ounces for them. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Just whatever yeah. the recipe says, double it. 
Oh, All right. Well, thank you, Kettle, for the cocktail of the week and the uh, Ciroc Colada. So we'll make sure we get our website updated with that one. And uh, we're going to kick it over to Papa Didi. But what's popping? What's hmm. popping, Papa Didi? What's popping? You know, when you call your cell phone company or credit card company, whatever, It's usually two different departments. Sometimes you need customer service. Sometimes you may need technical support. Now, because you piss you off like it pisses me off that everybody tries to do everything. You know? You're talking to customers. Let's, let's go with the cell phone business first. You're talking customer service about the cell phone, the bill, whatever. Then you say, oh, you know what, my phone also, I can't pull up the such and such, such and such, such and such. Oh, well, that's tech support. If the customer service person is a, is a, you know, a regular person that knows that that's out of their league, they'll sing you the tech support, okay? Now, you get the tech support and you say, oh, okay, okay, we'll go in and do this and do this, this, this. You know, and then when you get done with that, you may tell the tech support person, okay, could you send me back to customer service because one more thing I forgot to discuss about my bill. And the tech support person says, oh, I can help you with that. Mm. And I say, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was in customer service first, and they sent me to you in technical support. Now, you're handling my Internet, the wiring, not hooking up, can't pull up this, can't do that. Then I ask you a customer service question. Why won't you send me back the customer service? Because here's why. Everybody wants to think they could do everything. Mm. It seems like as soon as they get on the microphone, now since the pandemic, everything is all about, and these people are at home, most of them, okay? They're working from home. They think that when they get the microphone in their hand, all the customers of, let's say, T-Mobile are just stupid, you know what I mean? And that's how they look at you. Like you're, you know, and you sit there and you, you know, you just, you, you, you listen to the crap of, oh, my God, this person's actually thinking, I don't know what's happening. And they sound very young, first of all. And then you ask them a question. Well, I ask them a question. I say, well, how long have I been with this carrier service? Oh, excuse me, um, well, sir, it looks like you've been with us for 13 years. Okay. How long have you been working there? You know? You've been working there all of two damn years. <laughs> and you talking to me like I don't know what I'm talking about, and I've been with the, uh, with the company 13 years as a customer. You know, the, but the moral of the story is that stay in your lane. You know, whatever it is the job hired you to do, just do it. When somebody asks for customer service, send them back to customer service. Because, see, what happens as soon as you get to them, now you talk, oh, oh, you can help me with that, okay. Um, yeah, look, I need to do this and do this, and I, I want to get my mother a phone, and then, and then my daughter, she wants to, oh, oh, wait a minute, oh, you know what, oh, that's a bit much. Uh, I might have I might have to send you back to customer service. Well, bitch, didn't I say that from the beginning? <laughs> didn't I tell you to send me back to customer service? 
but you think your little technical support ass can do everything. So I'm going to leave it at that. You know, stay in your lane. Wherever you work at, specialize in what you do. Anyway. So the the moral of the story is what now? Stay in your damn lane. Okay, now. If your desk, if your desk got customer service, do customer service, billing and all that shit. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Stay in your lane. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next time somebody say something to me, I'm say stay in your lane. <laughs> right. Yeah. Papa D right. says stay in your lane. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Stop minding other folk business. All right. Mm-hmm. Crazy. All right. Well, it's time to lighten it up, and we'll shift gears and go into the weird news. And Kettle, you're up first tonight. <laughs> okay. All, All right. right. What's your weird? Sounds like a cute little story here. Interesting. Uh, an adorable pup wears Hannibal Lecter mask. Outdoors to stop her from eating grasshoppers. Okay. Oh. In a Hannibal dog lector has to wear a mask in the garden to stop her from eating grasshoppers like their skittles. Um, owner oh, Megan Lazuzo um, said she was um, eating grasshoppers like their skittles. She bought a dog mask usually used by vets and groomers. At thirteen bucks on Amazon, um, I only wears a mask for a few minutes at a time while supervised, but can now enjoy the garden without devouring critters. Mm. Marketing and design led Megan, who lives in Texas with her husband, innovation manager Matt, thirty-four, and their two French bulldogs, Olive and Two, and Valentino, nine. She's our little Hannibal dog lector. Oh wow. She's not allowed. Mm-hmm. She's not allowed to eat them because it gives, it upsets her stomach. Um, they give her the runs, but she eats them like skittles anyway. So that's why she has to wear the mask. Um, ever since then, we never leave out um, our sight while in the backyard. She doesn't always get the mask treatment. Only when she's feeling especially murderous. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. Well, bless mm-hmm. her little grasshopper eating heart. Mm-hmm. Hannibal Dog Lecter. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and the dog's name is Olive? Olive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Olive. Olive. Mm-hmm. He is grasshoppers alone. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I got another one. This This one is really weird. This one is a woman who fell in love with a zombie doll when she was a teenager, later married the doll, and now has a family with this doll that includes similar corpse-like dolls. This woman's name is Felicity Cadillac. She's 23 years old from Massachusetts. She married this doll called Kelly Rossi in 2018 in her grandfather's yard and said that her world was complete following the $500 ceremony that was attended by four of her family members and friends and eight other dolls. 
Since then, Felicity's family, as she calls it, has expanded to six young children. All of them are zombie dolls, ages three, oh, ages between three and ten, as well as she's been dating a six-foot-tall alien doll called Robert that she bought online when she was 17. This woman needs help. She was kicked out of the family home last year, forced to live in a homeless center and had to put the dolls in storage, but now she is uh, moved into a single-unit single bedroom apartment, so she got all her dolls out of storage, and she got all her zombie dolls all around her. And now, if y'all saw this picture, when I say zombie dolls, they look like zombies from Dawn of the Dead. These are dolls that the bottom of the face looks like a skeleton with blood dripping, all kind of crazy-looking stuff. That's what she's into. So she, you know, and then it even gets more bizarre where she says that she was planning a birthday celebration for the doll named Robert, who is about to turn 25, with her soulmate, Kelly. All of these people's names, these are dolls. She says she shares a bed with all of them, but she is a full-blown lesbian and does not have sex with Robert. I'm like, girl, you got all kind of issues. I I don't even know what to say. There's so many stuff going on. Weird news. This woman mm-hmm. is marrying zombie dolls and sleeping with zombie dolls. But did she have, did she have to cancel out Robert like that? Yeah. She's into Robert, but she said she is a quote-unquote full-blown lesbian. I guess versus what, a half-assed lesbian? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to put her on the kissing list. She's out there. This woman's name is Felicity. So, Felicity, you just made the kissing list this week. Where is this at? Massachusetts. In the United States? Yeah. Damn. That's a confused. She confused. (laughs) All right. Over to you, Papa Didi. What's your weird news for this week? Smokey in a zoo dials 911. The police in California rushed to the zoo after a 911 call only to find that it had been placed by a mischievous monkey. Mm. Dispatcher sent officers to investigate a possible emergency after receiving a call Saturday night. That had disconnected. Sheriff deputies in uh, San Luis County traced the call to the office of Zoos to You, which is a conservation park 320 miles north of uh, Los Angeles, but could not find any humans in trouble. Undeterred and determined to get to the bottom of the mystery, they began to investigate. Then they all realized it must have been from a monkey named Root, (laughs) R-O-U-T-E, Root. Mm. Said a social media post on the the sheriff's office, they said, check out Root. Apparently, Root had picked up a zoo cell phone, which was in the the zoo's golf cart. Damn, Root gets around with (laughs) a golf cart, which he uses 
which he uses to travel around the zoo's 40-acre site. Oh, my Damn. gosh. So the monkeys are particularly uh, inquisitive creatures who enjoy poking and pressing on objects that they pick up. Mm-mm-mm. So that's what Root did. He just so happened to hit the right combination of numbers to call us. Wow. wow. That's crazy. <laughs> so it was just a coincidence that he just happened to press 911 and then he hung up? But he's riding around in the golf court, golf cart. Get around. Understand. Well, it's a. You said it was a. It's not the like the national zoo or the state zoo or something. It's some kind of what you conservation say park. Oh, okay. So they probably have a little more freedom to run around and get into stuff. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look for a picture of Root now. I want to see what he looks like. Have you seen a picture of Root cattle? Nope. Yeah, Root the chimpanzee. All right, we don't have to find. <laughs> see what he, what's up? See what's up All right, now. we gonna, Um, did we say we're not taking calls? If not, I'll say it now. No calls tonight. We appreciate you hanging out, listening to the show, but we're just gonna keep it moving. And it is time for. I'm just saying. Hmm. <clears throat> Rewind. Take it away. Thank you so much, Messi Buku. So tonight I'm just saying, how many violations must we tolerate? Now this is a story about a woman who attended Game 5 of the 2022 NBA Finals. And, you know, she was out there protesting the overturning of Roe versus Wade, you know, which started the whole controversy over the abortion rights, all of that. So she's out there protesting with some other folk. She got dragged out of the arena, handcuffed, and injected with a sedative against her will. I'm just saying, how how many violations must we as a people tolerate? I understand that, you know, the woman was on the court, on the floor of the court, you know. She she was, uh, her name is Kareem McKnight. And her version of the story says that the paramedics at the Chase Center that day, and this happened in June, June 13th, actually, that these paramedics had no concern for her well-being when they just stuck this needle in her arm. Um, She was out there with a friend, Amanda Pisaki. Clearly, Pisaki is not black. Uh, They both were out on the court with a banner that said, overturn Roe. Hell no. Security went out and dragged both of the women out of the venue by their feet, and then they decided to sedate uh, Miss McKnight. Now, they didn't sedate Miss Sadaki, but they chose to sedate Miss McKnight, the black woman. And this happened in San Francisco. So... I'm just saying, how many more violations of our human rights and American rights must we tolerate? Now, McKnight says while she was on the ground and she was handcuffed in front of an emergency vehicle that one of the firefighters came at her with a needle. And she said she couldn't believe what she was saying. So she told them, hey, don't inject me with anything because I don't know what's in that needle, so back up off of me. But... They did it anyway, 
Because she was concerned that not knowing what it was, it could be something that could give her an allergic reaction. It could make her sick. It could kill her. You know, she didn't know what it was. But they did it anyway, and it was a sedative that knocked her out. Now, San Francisco says their policy on dealing with adults with what they call severe agitation, posing a danger to themselves and others, allows for the use of this drug, mitazolam, which is a short-acting sedative sold under the brand name of Versid, according to the county's emergency medical services protocol. Now, they didn't say whether or not this was approved by the county or not, but my point is, again, how many more violations must we as a people tolerate? Now, keep in mind, this was the same uh, drug that was used to sedate Elijah McCain. If you all recall, Elijah McCain was just walking down the street minding his own business, a black man, young black man, when cops came up on him, accusing of something. I don't remember the details, but they took him down to the ground, and, of course, he resisted because he was trying to understand, like, what is happening here. And it turns out that he had, like, I'm trying to remember. You remember that case? Yeah. He had some, it wasn't autism. It was something like he he doesn't do well with people invading his personal space. So he was trying to, like, get them off of him. And they injected him with this same exact drug, and he ended up dead. So this drug was injected into this woman, Miss McKnight, and she's saying that right now she's suing the paramedics and the county for violating her rights. It totally disregarded and disrespected her, treated her with no concern about whether this was going to have any kind of negative reactions in her body. Because when you just grab a needle and give somebody this drug, you don't know what their existing health is. You don't know if she has some condition that could cause a negative reaction that could cause her heart to stop. You don't know. All they saw is a pissed-off black woman who they said, agitated black woman, we need to shut this down. But yet her friend Pazaki, she was just as agitated. She was out there with a banner about, you know, the Roe v. Wade. But both of them were dragged out, but only the black woman got the needle. What's that about? Hmm. I'm just saying, how much more of being violated do we as a people have to tolerate? Even onlookers who saw the situation said it looked racially motivated. How do you not do something to the white woman, but you go after the black woman? I'm just saying. This is red wine. I'm just saying. These violations against us as a people and us as human beings have got to stop. I hope she gets all the money she can in her lawsuit. Stuff is ridiculous. Yeah. And this is the San Francisco. Wow. So I'm putting I'm putting the San Fran paramedics on the kiss it list. Goes back to the whole syphilis thing back in the day, you know. Mhm. Black people are always going to be guinea pigs. They want to try something out or kick it around or yeah. kick the tires on it. They're like, what the heck? They're just N-words. We don't care. If they die, they die. That's a shame. Anyway, I'm going to move over to you, Papa Didi. Living for the city. 
What's mm. happening in the city? What you got? What you got? You know, I got another situation on a customer service situation. You know, this was a this this is a real life thing with a uh, where I was trying to set up an account. You know, when you get a card or something from a institution, you set up an account so you can pay your bill online and all that. And every time I went to do it, when I went to put the password in after set up all the information, yada yada, password wouldn't go through. And this happened a few weeks ago. So I, I tried again a couple weeks later, and still when it came, I went through all it again. And not, every time I did the password, it said you have a glitch, you have a glitch. So I called customer service, okay? <laughs> Waited 45 minutes to an hour for somebody to pick up. I put my headphones on and just waited for them to pick up. All of a sudden, this lady comes on, you know, and she wants to walk me through this. And I told her what happened and everything. She said, okay, well, I'll tell you what. Let's, instead of going through the app, let's go through the site. I said, well, I've done that already. All right, well, this, I guess she felt like you're doing it with me now. So I'm in the boat. So I'm driving kind of thing, you know. <laughs> I said, okay, I, I worked with her. So after a couple steps, she went right to the area I was at on the app. I said, I was just here. I said, you took me all the way back in another way to get me back to this same place. No, 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 bear me, work with me. And I said, okay, well, are right, they going to ask for this here next and put that in, okay. And this is going to be next. I just got d- done this stuff two weeks ago. You know, now up to date two weeks later, and then finally called her after I didn't try to put my password in like six, seven times, and to no avail. So she's walking me through it, and every step she gets to, I couldn't help myself by saying, I was here before. I'd done this before. I'd done it. And we got to the part, and finally we said, okay, all right, now put in it now, put in a password. I said, okay, and it came up again. You're having a glitch. I said, ma'am, so what did you, what did you do? You didn't do anything. You took me a roundabout way, wasted my time for another 25 minutes, and see, when I started talking to her like that, she got attitude. <laughs> now, and she, when I kept telling her that I had been there, been there, I noticed the meanness coming over her, okay? Now, what blew my mind is that, whew, I don't know if it's the females of the day or what. I don't want to get personal. But, damn, this lady became beastly like a motherfucker. Mm. Okay? I mean, she just became beastly. She was like, how dare you, blah, 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 kind of thing. She didn't say that in so many words, but she was just, like, on her on her guard, like, you know, like I'm insulting her shit. And then she finally said, well, sir, is there anything else I could do for you? I wanted to say so bad, bitch, you have not done anything for me. <laughs> so where the hell did that come from? <laughs> well, if there's nothing I can, if there's nothing else I can do for you, sir. Mm. I was like, well, shit. We went around Robin doing the same stuff I did. I thought when I talked to you, you were going to show me something different, something new, something fancy, something clever, something different. You ain't showed me shit. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to be all pissed off at me and say, Sir, is there anything else I can do for you? Mm. I was like, Phew. How about fix my crap? I said, ain't this a bitch? And I just hung up and said, fuck it. <laughs> I said, fuck it. 
because, you know, if you get pissed off with them, you know, when it comes to text support and anything, one thing you got to remember, too, when it comes to text support, a restaurant or anything like that, these people can mess you up, you know? It's like people in a restaurant can, you know, piss in your food, put a hair in your food or something, you know, if you complain too much or, you know, people that are vicious like that. And people in tech support, if they want to, if they want to convene your ass for a minute, you know, you talk some stuff to them, they can, they could tweak your shit. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. They could tweak you, tweak your phone, tweak your credit card or whatever the case may be. So I didn't really, you know, let out anything, but, uh, Man, she just became so beastly, demanding, overpowering, you know, the sweet customer service when she first answered the phone. Hi. That shit was out the window. She was hanging my ass 10 minutes later. It was a mess. I'm telling you, boy. People are just, My, my, my. That was heavy. So, you know. Hey. You've been having a time with customer service. Oh, my God. You don't even know. Ooh-wee. Mm. Papa Didi can't get no satisfaction. He can't get no love. Uh, uh, no love. He can't get no People are so defensive when you call these different companies. I guess you gotta, you just kind of got to act completely foolish. You know what I mean? You got to act like you're mm. an idiot. And they're helping you, and they're just so... Helping you because you're so helpless. Uh-huh. Don't don't even sound like you got half a brain, and don't sound don't even talk like you're gonna challenge them in the least bit. Boy, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, That's it. who do you yeah. think you are? Mm. I am technical. They're gonna put you in your place. I am technical support. Mm. I know everything. You know nothing. All right, mm-hmm. well we're gonna go to Hollywood. <laughs> well, well, well. Is that, is that it up? Is that is that what that is? Lighting it up on Hollywood? Yeah, that's another way. Lighting it up. Let's find out what the celebrities have been up to, because that was a lot. But we good okay. to go. All right, oh, it's right. time for Catalina Hollywood a wrap up. I had, um, had to wet my whistle. Oh, okay, Papa. <clears throat> uh oh. Come on, bring it now. It's not an opera. Come on. He just gave me the death. Hollywood. Hollywood. All right. (laughs) Thank you very much. All right. All right. For those who have not heard from Salon Knows, she's back on the map, folks. Singer and songwriter Salon Knows can soon add ballet composer to an impressive list of accomplishments. The New York City Ballet announced on Monday that knows, wow, she's 36, already, is composing music for its fall fashion gala, making her the first black yeah. woman to have composed a score for a production. The event, which is celebrating its 10th anniversary, will debut on September the 28th at the Lincoln Center in New York City. Come here, girl. Excellent. I know that's right. He tweeted, he said, I'm very excited to announce I've composed an original score for the New York City Ballet, um, choreography by uh, Gina Reeson, and um, score performed by the City Ballet Orchestra. 
All right, now. She tweeted that. Go ahead, girl. I didn't know where she was hiding that because Beyonce was seem like she was just, you know, doing a whole lot, you know. So yeah, you know, over over overshadowing her uh, her sister. So uh, speaking of Beyonce, her Renaissance sales is down almost seventy percent from her oh. twenty sixteen Lemonade song. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, Beyonce's latest album, Renaissance, is predicted to decline 69% from sales of Lemonade, a collection of bitter, heartbroken songs by a woman who is fed up with her cheating husband. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Lemonade. I think okay. a lot of women gravitated to that particular, uh, um, you know, album. She sold 650,000 copies in the first week. And uh, Renaissance um, expected to sell about half of that in the first week. So, uh, girlfriend, hey, it's, they said it's one of the best albums he had going on out, but I don't know. People are just not gravitating to it. Um, they claim that it might have had something to do with, you know, it was leaked early, and I don't know. People just didn't download it, so I don't know. I mean, you can't always have a have a hot you know, year or whatever. I can't always right. be on top of all of that. So it is what it is. Um, also, Nipsey Hussle was honored with a star on Walk of Fame. Um, his um, girlfriend, Laura London, uh, she spoke for the family. Uh, this is Nipsey Hussle's birthday. It will now be known as Nipsey Hussle Day in L.A. for years to come. An announcement made during the late rapper's Walk of Fame ceremony. So they did this particular ceremony on his birthday. Wow. He would have been, um, let me see, 30? Yeah, he would have been 37. Wow. That's good. That's pretty cool. I, I see all the, all the big wigs came out. Some uh, Russell Westbrook, Isaiah Thomas. I haven't heard his name in a while. Waddy Wick yeah, and uh, YG. Some of the, you know, well-known rappers and everything came out. I thought that was pretty nice. And, you know, Grandma had to say a few words as well. <laughs> She's always talking. Okay. Um, Viola Davis. All right. Girlfriend got it going on. She looked good with it with uh, in this Instagram post. She's going to join the Hunger Games prequel as a villain. The Oscar winner will play Dr. Voluminia Gall, the head game maker of the 10th annual Hunger Games. I really haven't been into the Hunger Games. I've never seen it before, but this is one of the uh, best franchises out there. I say, okay, it's, it's time for somebody of color to get up in there and do some things. And that's that's mm. one of the few that's one of the few series of movies that I did see. It was really well done. Okay, that's what's up. Okay. Well, she's she's going to bring some another element to it, so I can't wait to see that. Um, if you guys, if you guys haven't heard or seen, uh, some of the actor, uh, that played Joanna Man, Miguel Nunez, um, the Joanna Man star was found himself being, uh, carted away in handcuffs after he allegedly stole $200 worth of groceries. What? I'm like, are you serious? Last week, Nunes found himself standing in an incredibly long line at a popular L.A. supermarket chain. Unfortunately, when he finally got up to the line to get rung up, his credit card was declined. 
Instead of choosing oh. another form of payment, he just threw them out the store with his groceries, two hundred dollars worth. And then a few days later, he had the audacity to come back in the same store. Uh, oh my! What God. is going on with you, new man? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. So he he may uh, spend six months in jail, and he has to pay a thousand dollar fine. So uh, his two hundred dollars became a thousand. He could get up to six months, but he is going to have to pay oh, that thousand dollars. Right. Wow. Okay. You never know what the next person is going through. All right. Oh, um, Tiffany Haddish. She's back in the news. No, not about common, but she says she paid off a house with her salary from Girls Trip, and she earned only eighty thousand dollars for that breakout road. Okay. Interesting. I guess it was her like first major, I guess, movie. So you know, they sound like they lowballed her to me. Um, she, you know, she played on the Carmichael show, which I missed that show. I don't know why it went off. Um, uh, she also played in Tyler Perry's In Loving, um, uh, If Loving You Was Wrong, and um, also the like I said, the Carmichael show. So, um, but that was her was first feature film. I remember her in um, the Carmichael's, but I didn't know she did Tyler's uh, uh, Tyler soap opera show. Yeah. yeah. Tyler Perry got a little bit of everybody in there. But she said she was okay. able to pay off her, her home when she did the um, Girls Trip movie. She had bought a house when she was um, on the Carmichael's, but it wasn't paid for. So I guess this Girls Trip um, check, she said, I'm going to pay for it because, you know, she was homeless at one time. So. I guess her right. feelings of being, you know, homeless. She said, "Not ever again." So, this is what I'm going to do: pay my, pay my stuff off. Um, okay. And last but not least, um, check out Day Shift on um, Netflix with Jamie Foxx, and um, I didn't realize Megan Good was in it as well, and also Snoop Dogg. Oh. So, um, oh. not your kind of movie, Red Wine, but uh, you know. He, he, okay. he plays a, a, a pool man during the day, and he hunts vampires at night. So <laughs> I don't think you'll watch All right. That. Well, you let me know how it is. You let me know. I sure will. <laughs> and that's called Day Shift. But it got Snoop Dogg, and I said, I got, I got to watch this. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's my Hollywood wrap-up for tonight. All right. Good stuff. Oh, speaking of Snoop Dogg, you know, he's got some cereal out called Snoop Loops. Oh my god. I guess it's like Fruit Loops, but it's called Snoop Loops. <laughs> I don't I don't know where you can find it, but it's out there somewhere. Okay. And I also saw that uh I saw Martha Stewart following his lead. She got her picture on wine bottles, man. Oh. In the nineteen <laughs> crimes? Is she on one of those? No, she got her own wine. Her oh, okay, on. not nineteen crimes. No, this is she on his tip shit. Okay, go that ahead, Mark. That woman stands alone. Well, uh, Snoop is her mm. boy. So yeah, I thought she was part of that 19 crimes group. She, she could put Snoop in her front pocket. Okay. Oh. Well, okay. it's time for the Kiss It List, Papa Didi. Can you tell the folks what exactly mm-hmm. is the Kiss It List? Well, the Kiss It List is everybody showed their butt over the last week or two or months for all year. The one I want to start off with is a young lady uh, 
that uh, Harriet uh, Hagerman. Who's that? She's the one who won the thing over uh, Liz Cheney. Oh, okay. She's a new Trump puppet. Okay, so. out of Wyoming. Oh, out of Wyoming. I want to see her behavior now that she is under the clone. Because I'm sure that once you fall into the, the, the clone, he throws a net over you, you know? Right. It's like a crab in the water, you know? He, he nets you up. And he puts you on the fire and melts some butter over your ass and he mm-hmm. got you. Wow. All right. I'm adding Felicity. That's the zombie lady with the zombie dolls and she married and all of that crazy zombie stuff. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, just for the usual with her. Uh, People that don't stay in their lane, putting them on the kissing list. Yeah. Uh, The paramedics in San Francisco that injected uh, Miss McKnight against her will. Uh, Who else? Tattle said Miguel Nunez for not paying his groceries, having a declined card instead of just doing something else. You can't just walk out with the groceries, man. Come on. And and they're going to reappear a couple days later. Same story. What's <laughs> wrong? Oh, yeah. He was tripping. Um, what about the guy, the, the captain that um, took the guy to the party? What's his name? Oh, yeah. Captain Crywide, Crywide. K-R-Y-W-Y him That's in Rochester Mm -hmm. He's definitely on the kiss it list Um, Also Governor Ron DeSantis Down there in Florida For that proposal to put People that are really not qualified To teach children in Florida I just really think that's a bad idea Governor DeSantis Uh, That's everybody I've got You got anybody else? Anybody? Papa Didi? Uh, let's see. Who else? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. Mm, I guess that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a special prize for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. Here it is. Kiss my entire ass. My ass. All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm one of Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, we're down to the last word. Papa Didi, you go first. What's your last word? Stay in your lane. Okay. Stay in your lane. No matter where you work on your job, when somebody calls your department, just, just do what you paid to do. You know, because that job ain't going to give you no more money Back when, like, you run stuff. 
And we say, oh, no, we, they teach us everything. No, they don't. No, they don't. You're just trying to be misarrogant. You know, you're in your mid-30s. You know what I mean? You're on top of the world. You're young. Your skin is tight. You know what I mean? And you, you know what I mean? Come on. All right. Anyway. Okay. Well, my last word is don't let people violate your rights as a person, as a citizen, and as a black person living in America. Don't put up with it and don't take it because you don't have to. That's my last What's your last word, Kel? Wow. Yeah, I said a earful. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't have one tonight. Just, um, hey, be safe out there. Keep the mask going. We haven't talked about that in a while, but, you know, I, I feel as if we still need to be vigilant, you know, because there's still a lot going on out here. So, just be yeah. careful out there, folks. Yeah, so. That's my oh, you just reminded me, Kettle. There was some discussion mm-hmm. about changing the name of monkeypox because oh, yeah. now there's some concern about it having a racial undertone, some kind of mm-hmm. racial connotation. I'm like, you know what? The only reason why that's even coming up is because white people want to keep comparing us to monkeys. And mm-hmm. if that were not happening, monkeypox wouldn't even be an issue by calling it that. Mm. All right. So I'm like, you know what? You can call it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Nobody was worried about chicken pox being called chicken pox, and people still eating chicken 24-7. Right. So, I'm not like, right. Like, you call it whatever you want. It is what it is. Anyway, well, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank everybody for hanging out. Uh, Don't forget to check us out online at apajamaparty.com. Or you can visit us on most podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out Mm -hmm. there. Um, Cattle, do you have the list? Where where are we Uh, on podcasts? Deezer, um, iTunes. Um, that was just a few. Yeah, like said, Google. Yeah. Google, iHeart. Um, what else? Apple. iTunes. You said iTunes. Okay. Yeah, wherever you get your podcast, we're probably there. Because that's how we roll. All right. We're going to get on out of here. Uh, Papa Didi, can you say goodnight to the folks? Yeah, goodnight, everybody. All right, Kettle, say good night. Good night. Peace out. Peace out. All right, and good night, everybody. See you next time on the Pajama Party Show. It's been a blast. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatanti, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now, give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Party cool, keep it well for you.
Party cool, keep it real, keep it real. Don't close the mouth. I'm a party. 